0: hello hello mr orenstein how are you i'm good how you doing doing pretty well all things considered
1: nice yeah
0: happy thursday happy thursday to you uh this week for me is a uh, new notebook week which is
1: always a good oh, day nice mm-hmm. that's cool i bought like three new notebooks oh yeah of different sizes yeah i have a lot of new notebooks going on right now
0: what is your notebook process like do you do you like to keep like one running ledger do you have them for different different purposes like
1: idea notebook and brainstorming other stuff or i would say it's very um hot and cold Mm. well i'll get really into like jotting and notes and things like that and then i will take long periods where i don't do that but I'm in a I'm in a pro notebook moment, especially because I'm like, I'm doing a lot of um, onboarding people to the app where I'm sharing my screen. And I want to take notes about what we're saying, but like not like right in front of them. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly I need a, a piece of paper sometimes.
0: I found that when I try to actually do that, it's like I'm trying to write so fast because I'm trying to like not distract from too long that
1: it's almost illegible. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I had a sales call today. And afterwards, I was like, let me type up these notes. And I got to one section. It said, pain point, colon, and then a scribble. <laughs> uh, that's just, that's just the le- lemming, learning, leaning. I just, I could not at, at all, re- like, figure out what I had written. Yeah.
0: Mine are just basically hieroglyphics that I hope that if I if I revisit them within, like, you know, an hour, I will just remember what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: This was, that was a little disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Got to work on my penmanship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The skill that has not been. I think I've focused on so that. Much. I feel like a lost art, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Totally. So what's going on, in Level Land? Yeah. So
0: th- things are moving. The date that I stated publicly was January 21. It is currently the 17th, Thursday, the 17th right now as we're speaking. So I have the wheels in motion for onboarding some folks from the group who put down a pre-order kind of the week of Thanksgiving is when I when I pushed that. So there were around 55 companies that ultimately put down a pre-order and uh, my first step with them was to send out a questionnaire just to kind of learn, like, how large is your team? What are you using today? What are your biggest, you know, pain points with chat? Um, so that I could hopefully kind of cater the onboarding experience to them and figure out, you know, one of the questions I asked is like, do you have the authority to adopt tools like Level in your organization? And I think there were a few people who are just, you know, they're being supportive. They put down a pre-order. But they are just a developer on a team, so not necessarily in a decision-making capacity.
1: This so, is my life right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I bet you've experienced something similar, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this more, actually. But keep going. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I haven't decided exactly what yet to do with with these folks. I think it's probably something like, "Hey, I see you're not. You know, you're not necessarily the one to adopt tools. Is there someone I can talk to, or someone that you can introduce me to, who is in that kind of capacity to?" To talk about this, but, anyways, so out of those, I got thirty-something uh, responses back, which I feel like is is pretty good. I will continue to um, nudge the people who haven't yet, but uh, yeah. So out of that thirty-something, and then once folks submitted that, and I determined that they're probably a good fit, then I sent a basically a Calendly link to book thirty-minute slot with me to onboard them, kind of with three goals: one, introduce them to the product get their account set up, walk them through kind of the mechanics, train them on it, and then kind of set a game plan for uh, bringing on their team. So mm. nice. Yeah.
1: Have you written up a like a draft of that script yet?
0: Yeah. So I have a kind of a running draft. I've been running through it with some friends who I did it with Rob and, I'm, and I have a yeah, planning to do a few more just to kind of work out the rough edges. I mean, it's going to be hard. Like this is outside of my comfort zone as a a developer type. Like I don't I'm not a salesperson by nature, not I'm not that I'm doing a sales job per se because, you know, these folks are already sold on the concept and this is more of a a walk-through demo, but I am I do need to, you know, be thinking about how to present it in a way that's that's compelling not like exposing all the flaws in this that I've seen as an engineer, but like, no, really, really presenting it well and putting a good, you know, good foot forward. So
1: So how was it useful to do it for Rob?
0: Uh, It was very, yeah, it was very helpful. I We did that yesterday. And it's funny, I'm trying to figure out what what's going on in my head when I do this. But generally, every time I kind of run through an exercise like that, it's helpful. But then I come away feeling just overwhelmed and like anxious. <laughs> so it was helpful. It was good. And again, I was kind of reminded like, yep, there's some some core features that may be deal breakers for people. And Maybe I'm not fully mentally prepared to be, you know, told like, eh, this is not quite where we need it to be. Cause I think I just have so much hope and expectation that this will like knock it out of the park for these people and they'll be like, this will be this is great. I'm totally gonna pilot this with my team. But as I kind of walk through it, I'm just getting questions from different people who haven't really seen much of the product. And they're like, Oh yeah, so it doesn't do this yet, or it doesn't, or like, yeah, what's your you don't have a mobile app, right? And so I'm trying to I'm trying the best I can to get prepared for those types of questions and have good Kind of good responses to them, and um,
1: yeah. Is there anything you can do to kind of like reduce that like fragility? Uh, and, and tell me if you know, it because uh, <laughs> I have the same problem. Yeah. Um, I
0: that's a great question. I don't know. I think it's just a mental game, and it always helps to talk to people and get kind of the encouragement side of it when I, when I'm unable to encourage myself. So right. Talk to Rob a bit more yesterday afterward. And then some other friends who kind of have been following along with the journey, just like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling down today. And I think, you know, they kind of helped keep things in perspective, I guess. And I, I mean, it kind of ultimately comes back to that, you know, that Jason Cohen sentiment of like, how do you know that in its current state it won't be useful to somebody and really there's no other way to know than to present it to people and and figure it out you know so either way i need to i need to be looking at whatever the result of these calls are whether it's people totally jazzed and ready to start using it or telling me like these three things are the reasons why i can't all of that is still a win because i'm getting good information back that's going to help me so
1: i think it's just trying to trying to reframe that in my head sure yeah and i guess doing like some of your home base type habits of like making sure you're exercising and all that i'm asking because just just today it's like i would say our feedback has been like strongly positive overall like it's been mostly really good but like one person today it was kind of like oh like we did a call like a giant monitor with a ton of pixels and like the latency was kind of rough uh is there anything that like we can do to fix this up or is that just a thing you guys have to work on just that little bit of, of like that negativity i was like Ugh, and I, I felt this like slightly like, dump of like uh anxious energy all of a sudden hit my brain and i was like ah that's sucks and it's like oh man there's like one little bit of feed, like negative feedback within this majority positive and it's like that's the thing that knocks me back a little bit and i'm like god i have to get better at this yeah yeah it's 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 just rough i know i know i wish uh, there was and then like <laughs> e- even the good stuff is starting to round together where i'm like yeah yeah no i get it like okay it's, it's pretty good yeah fine like and it's mm-hmm. like it's, <laughs> i have to keep it like no no. celebrate the successes like when the good things are happening pay attention to that and, and yep. celebrate them and yep. all that yeah i know yep so but d- damn it's 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 so much about the mental game because all this stuff is like fixable and improvable right like if, if you onboard a bunch of people and they're like ah oh, this is a, a deal breaker for us you're like okay yeah fine like i'll change this or i'll do this or i'll add a new feature or maybe i can come up with a workaround or whatever it's just about but it requires your own resiliency to be like all right that's a setback i'm gonna figure out how to get get through that and then like just do the next thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and surely eventually good software comes out the other end if you can just stick with it i know (laughs) right like you have have good taste and good abilities and you're willing to talk to people so like you will end up with something they like but you have to just sort of stay in the, the fight long enough to to win yep it's how yeah keeping that
0: tenacity up like and and keeping the fundamentals in mind people need this people have expressed this as a problem there is a there's a solution that needs to be presented to this problem and so we you know we keep putting in the work we will trend towards getting closer to that and i got to remind myself like there's the alternative to me doing this is to say like ah oh, man okay i need a mobile app out the gate and i know i'm just like i've convinced myself that people won't use this if i don't have you know a perfect native mobile experience so now i'm going to go away and either pay somebody or do build it myself for months on end and not put this in front of people because i've convinced myself of this like that's not a good alternative either so rationally it just makes sense what i'm doing but like it's just you know it's all that fear of like how fragile am i (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) i don't know totally yeah like inviting the feedback is scary Mm -hmm. it's like all right please crush my dreams Mm -hmm. (laughs) or it's yeah it's like uh, this could be the worst yeah 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 it's tough but like i don't know i'm trying to not shy away from it like I'm just like that's great. Thanks for giving us that feedback. Let's we'll come up with a plan. We'll figure some stuff out. We'll do some internal testing. Like sounds like we need to get like a 5K monitor internally so we can test the, the screens that have just ridiculous amounts of pixels and see like what what part's the slowest and start going after that. And that like there's just you know there's there's answers to things. I just can't let this like knock me off my my axis. And I'm I'm mostly okay, but it was just the first time in uh, like a week or two where it was like ooh that part was that was a little negative. That's, that sucks. So you're you're imminently going to have people in the product yeah, again. Yeah. It's exciting.
0: You know, I feel like overall positive about kind of the response to this little mini, you know, funnel that I had of like questionnaire to Calendly link. Like the, those are each hurdles that I could have easily dropped off a lot of people along the way. But as soon as I sent the link out, that's like, you look like, look like this is going to be a great fit. Book some time on my calendar. Like right away, I started getting people booking times. And I'm like, okay, here it is. It's getting real. Like these people really... Really want to see the product, so that was just yeah, that was really
1: encouraging. That is cool. Yeah, I, I have somebody that's paid for the alpha. He's uh, like the team lead, and like I've onboarded a couple of his team members, but not him. Like he's not like not really responding to my emails. I'm like, you paid for this? <laughs> do you want to use it? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's just hard to get people to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. And There's I get a lot going on. I know uh, for
0: my own self like uh, you know, when people email me about like you know wanting me to look at their product or try it out or whatever it's like i want to i want to try to support people but at the same time i'm like it's generally not top of top of my priority list and i know so i just know my own the way i think about managing my time a lot of times i'm like i don't have time for anything but the one thing i'm trying to focus on so the fact that these people are willing to put me on their calendar is kind of blows my mind so yeah that's promising yeah Monday will be a busy day. I have four. I think I have four calls. <laughs> like mm, well, that'll be tiring. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be pretty exhausted, but uh, hopefully off to a good start.
1: Yeah, cool. I'm excited to hear how, how it goes. That call thing is no joke. Like I'm doing so many more calls than usual now, and like it takes so much more out of me. Like knowing I have the call, prepping for the call, getting on the thing, being on, digesting the feedback rolling with the punches when they happen it's just i don't know these days are are draining me more than like you know writing code or thinking about stuff and writing emails or marketing or something like that yeah yeah
0: that's why i've um i've decided to still do the same same thing i did when i did the early on um validation calls where i'm trying to keep these booked in the afternoons my afternoons are pretty much you know, kind of set aside for this my hope is to get to the point where i can get some productive you know feature building time in in the morning and then switch over to this i have a feeling my for this next week or so my mornings will also be consumed with just thinking preparing and you know <laughs> they'll be kind of centered around these calls and i probably won't be getting much built so
1: yeah i need to do that too actually like i have like my calendar open up to pretty much my whole day and i think i should stop that if I can do ten to noon with like a sol like a solid work break, like get in, get caffeinated, get my drink ready, like hit my desk and like figure out the best thing and like spend two hours cranking on the top thing, that like I'm happy to do calls the rest of the day. That's totally fine. But like if I have like one at like ten and then one at like two thirty, it's like well I'm probably not gonna get that much done today, even though it's just two calls. Like it, they just have a way of eating into other things. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's probably I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do that life hacks yep (laughs) cool so you like heads down building then like you're trying to ship a last set of features then yeah i do i have a few things
0: i have a few things that i know that i want to get in and i mean the list is not too overwhelming but um i'm i'm anticipating that i will be kind of working overtime leading up to monday and just little things like like now that people will be bringing their team members in one thing that i have been stalling on that i need to address is like how to reconcile the like the the people who have reserved handles with the people who are signing up like thus far the two have been like the users table and the reservations table are two separate things and they're not you know really linked at this point so i need to figure out how to like either like distribute codes to people who have reserved their handle so that when they sign up they can like redeem their reserved handle or something like that or I don't know. I mean, I'm looking for, like, the simplest possible solution.
1: Yeah, don't write code.
0: Yeah. I just don't want to end up with a bunch of, like, when people inviting their teams on, I don't want to end up with, like, everyone just snatching up all kinds of reserved handles Uh, and having to change them later,
1: you know? Hmm. Can you prevent people from setting their handles to the something in the reservations table? I easy? could.
0: Yeah. That would be the easiest. I will probably do that, banking on the fact that most people who are on a team of somebody who has reserved a handle, their like their team members haven't also reserved handles.
1: Um, sure. And and if that edge case happens, you can fix that. Then I can enough. manually fix that.
0: Yeah. So that's probably what I'll do. But just little, you know, little things like that popping up here and there that I'm sure will, you know, as the deadline gets closer and closer, I'm sure I'll start to remember <laughs> little things like that so
1: yeah that was definitely the case with us mm-hmm. which is like oh yeah we said we were gonna, we were gonna do that mm-hmm. oh boy yep, we had a bunch of last minute things to do for sure yeah well good luck man thank you yeah text me if you need any moral support i definitely will i <laughs> yeah you can count on that <laughs> yeah we could we could even do a call monday night or something if you if you want another call on your schedule yeah <laughs> yeah or, or, or just a chat cool yeah Yeah. appreciate that it's nice even even just one person to be able to vent Mm. and rant is useful i find totally yep yeah cool so should i uh do some stuff yeah what's been happening in your world i thought i'd start with a, a feature change that we did which is we went climbing finally after like getting back into our like actual like get exercise routine on uh friday i believe it was and i was like standing there in the gym and just like letting my mind wander and i was like what what if we what if we instead of doing full-time dual mouse had like a handoff but it was a really nice easy handoff so like if you didn't have mouse control you could just left click once and get the mouse back and only one person could control the system mouse at a time like how would that be hard to do and spencer was like that would be so much easier to do and i was like oh interesting the dual pointer thing has was like easily the biggest source of bugs i would say just like constantly like little things so many edge cases and like again as you know like as i've told you it's like it's the hack basically so it's just always hard to get it where we wanted it and i was like what if for a little while until we got the dual cursors where we want them we use this simpler version where there's a handoff but it's a very lightweight handoff we like ran with it and basically in uh one work day like it started like friday afternoon and by monday afternoon uh we had that deployed we're calling it tag team mouse mode and tag team is actually it turns out it's great it feels great we do that whole like um rendering of, like a fake mouse locally that feels like the real mouse but you can't see the other mouse on the other side so it feels like it's responding instantly the handoff is so much simpler and there's like not these like obnoxious like phantom cursors around and things uh and it's just like a nice win i love that i mean i think i mean that arguably might actually be better than
0: having the the shadow of phantom mouse you know
1: it, it might be like the only thing you can't do as easily in my opinion is like wave your mouse over a thing and be like i mean this over here like to do that you would need to take control but but what we did is if you left click you take control but if you right click you get a little circle indicator like this thing right here so you can basically accomplish the same thing and we could also even turn that so if you like held the right mouse button you could draw like a draw circle or draw an arrow or whatever you want so i think the whole like look at this thing uh need is solved with that it felt a little bit like like we kind of startup it a bit or something or mvp'd it or sidestepped it where it was like there's this feature that would be really nice but it's insanely complicated and what if we could get like 85 percent of the value uh, with something much simpler and so far i think we have at least no one's complained i'm curious to see but that we shipped that on monday and, and like when i onboard people they're like okay cool and I, I tell them like by the way like we're we're working on like full-time dual cursors but it's hard and so you know heads up and they're like yeah fine sure this thing that we assumed was like 100 required it might not even be required and we spent so much time on it so i don't know that's classic
0: i it's, it's so classic and i'm hoping that's one of the things that i'm looking forward to fingers crossed that i discover some of those things like some of my assumptions around things that i think i need to add into level may turn out to be total non-issues and maybe maybe the simplest solution will win which i would be i
1: would totally love that (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah Yeah, i I think you'll i think you will find some of those like you'll probably find there's some things that you didn't think you had to build yet that people will miss and there'll be some things that you assume you'll have to that they won't that's been the case for us for sure it's actually pretty rare so far that we get a feature request for a thing we haven't thought of before it's more like things that like people argue for but we like never like it didn't quite make it over the hump for the rest of us I was like, oh, we should totally have a way to, to quickly do this. And we're like, no, that's not like an early feel like we we shouldn't do that. Like and then people ask for it and like, see, mm-hmm. see. <laughs> I wonder if we'd launched a month earlier or two months earlier, if we had started with even simpler and said, no, no, dual mouse is hard. We're not gonna do that yet. Uh what's something that we can do that's simpler? If I just if we just asked that question two months earlier or something, maybe we would have just sidestepped that whole thing and never well, maybe we'll never build this. I don't know. So classic classic thing you know <laughs> like, we must overbuild no no i mean we're not overbuilding but you know surely we understand that every feature we need we're totally correct about that and i love that the realization came to you while detached
0: away from the office like staring off into space in a climbing gym like it just goes to show that there's a lot of value in stepping away and i've i've done that like recently I like set aside an afternoon. I'm like, I just need to kind of think about some things. So I just took a notebook, went to a coffee shop, no computer and like jotted down. I had stuff I needed to brain dump out of my head. And then that kind of led to more things. And it was just like, felt like a really productive afternoon. And I had more clarity of thought on stuff. So like getting out, getting out from behind the monitor is really important.
1: Totally. Yeah. I was, I was not shocked. It, it came to me in a, in a different place and like while getting some exercise and moving my body and, that's cool that's like a that's actually a pretty big win for us that was the the i would say our our most clearly janky part of the app where i was just like constantly seeing issues there and like apologizing for them and what on calls and whatnot and now i don't think i've seen a single mouse issue since so it's like pretty great i had a cool experience too onboarding somebody in india it was like a remote team member from one of our customers and he was like yeah i'm using my uh, 4g cell connection Wow. i hope it'll work and i was like uh, uh, uh this is definitely not gonna work and it worked like like the latency was much higher than an, like a wired connection or and someone with more speed also he's in india so like there's just like we have a 300 millisecond ping between us just like because of the speed of light and such the app did not fall over and i was like this is amazing like it, it we had sort of assumed you need like you know at least like we were saying telling people like 10 megabit per second upload And, like, we use sometimes up to five or six, depending on how much is going on on the screen. But this was, like, he had, like, 300. um, 10,000 versus 300 is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I can't math right now. (laughs) Anyway, so basically no upload. Uh, And yet, it, like, it worked. Like, it was clearly delayed, but the app didn't fall over, and, like, the quality was, like, good enough. And he was, like clearly used to like a pretty a really bad like experience like he was just like this is great like i'm i'm used to like stuff and like this is way better than usual like he actually went he was like can you just go scroll something for me and so i just went into like my text editor and scrolled through a long file and he's like this is amazing i can see it scrolling normally with slack calls i just like don't see anything and all of a sudden updates and it's the end wow and so i was like wow like we could do scrolling and i mean if if you have a crappy connection, I guess it's being able to see text move around is, is like better than what you're used to. How interesting. And what do you think? Because like Slack calls is using
0: WebRTC, assume, I'm assuming, right? Uh, probably. Probably. So like is it your guys is the way that you're um, selectively shipping like parts of the screen across the wire? Like is that part of the reason why you guys are? I don't,
1: I don't know why Slack calls is not better. I think part of it is they're constrained to using. So like they use Electron. Because they want to be on every platform. So they have to run in the browser and everywhere else. And so given that, you can only use the sort of pre-compiled preset feature set of WebRTC. And so you can't turn as many knobs and you kind of get what you get. And so less control. Yeah. And like you're running through a JavaScript bridge and stuff. So yeah, I I don't actually know why it's not so good, but like I actually I underestimated how big bad slack calls is basically (laughs) like yeah from what people have told me yeah that's cool that's nice right i hope they stay focused on things like their logo yeah yeah (laughs) oh man that's
0: it it just feels like it's so much more generic now that they gave up all of their brand equity like that tilted hashtag was so recognizable and now
1: Mm. i don't know yeah it feels like a misstep to me i like reading john gruber like blasting people's design decisions mm-hmm. it's like a, a a fun little hobby of mine it's a pastime of yours <laughs> yeah i just it's it's a guilty pleasure i should say i have seen enough companies do things like this where at first i'm like oh my god like this is so much worse and like i get all i get i get mad too and then like a week later i'm 100 percent used to it and like i don't care anymore and so i was just like yeah that does seem worse but i'm not even gonna think about it because i bet i won't care in nanoseconds yeah
0: there are people who are getting very passionate about it and i'm like it's just simply not worth it i mean no logo is worth it and it doesn't it's no skin off our back if they lose some brand equity and they've got plenty of money
1: anyways so i mean yeah exactly it's armchair quarterbacking (laughs) at best totally but uh yeah yeah and so yeah i was just like "Ah, i'm not gonna think about this because yeah i know my brain a little bit now having seen this a few times um speaking of which don't hate me (laughs) Uh but i did start a small slack group for feedback from tuple people what (laughs) i know i know here's the thing i know i asked everybody though and i was like what do you think the lowest friction way like what would would make you most likely to just give us feedback because we are dying for this stuff and they're like how about a slack thing and i was like that's what everyone expects i should just do what they expect i was going to be all like level or discourse or discord or i don't know like email me or something but then it's just like everyone everyone's already in there is the thing yeah no i think that's probably the right call i mean i would love
0: for like level to be top of mind for people someday as like that kind of use case but also like there's many ways that you can use that there's many ways people are using slack today and they're misapplying it in a lot of scenarios like it's probably not ideal for most of the cases where people are using it like i think of like these large programming communities with twenty thousand people in them and every time i drop into a channel it's like there are 1200 unread messages since you last visited five hours ago and it's like (laughs) there's no sense of organization in here People are taking Slack and using it in those ways and developing I'm sure some people develop perceptions around the product of like, you know, Slack kind of sucks because it's it's not doing so well in this completely misapplied scenario. On the one hand, I want I would I think it'd be cool to like start applying level to a bunch of those scenarios too, but at the same time, like I don't exactly wanna hear someone trying to run some community on level and like asking for a bunch of features that don't really apply to the core use case that i'm trying to
1: solve for you know i want this to be super low friction for our customers even if it's more annoying for us like it's going to be interruptive and it's going to be kind of a pain but if it means that they'll send us more feedback right now that trade-off feels worth it yeah
0: yeah it's kind of just like a more group centric way for them to like live chat with you sort of or like get exactly. close to live chatting with you yeah
1: exactly they're all on slack already and so if i can get them to add one more thing they can like tab over to and just be like uh it'd be nice if xyz like that's that's worth it to me even though it's like making my life a little bit more annoying and also like this i don't think this will be a, a permanent thing i think this is like like the channel is called alpha it's like heads up like this is an alpha thing so i don't think it will last like once it gets beyond a certain number of people, as you've experienced, it's 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 pretty painful. Yeah. So yep, that makes sense. Temporary, but <laughs> yeah, don't hate me. Yeah, I felt like good. a traitor. Just so you know, it's all good. It's all good. I have I'm like writing this page in my head of like tuple versus Slack calls, mm-hmm. and it's like the irony of uh, inviting people to a, a Slack <laughs> after they uh, become a customer is not lost on me.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Um, one thing I, that came to mind when you were talking about the Slack calls being worse than you expected, that's kind of something that we tend to do a lot as engineers, it's like a blind spot where I just kind of assume that, and this happened more in the drip days where like we would hear people talking about different competitors and like comparing us to them and trying to like say, well, they have this X, Y, and Z. Can you build that too? And then sometimes we would go for a while without actually like taking a deep look at that competitor's product. Cause we tried not to focus on that too much, but when we would, a lot of times we'd get in there and be like, oh my gosh, you can't do half of what you can do in Drip in this product. Like, this thing's a toy. Well, no software's perfect. Most software is not, like, completely knocking out of the park <laughs> for their niche, even. And so, like, it's important not to, like, build up competitors too much as, like, this, like,
1: really shiny, perfect thing. Totally. And even if your competitors are executing well, there, as long as you have a philosophy, people will find your philosophy compelling that don't find your competitors' philosophy compelling, I think just like i like your logo better i like the way that you you know uh, just your design speaks to me more or the way you think about things or the model or whatever i think i feel like people especially nerdy types that care about this kind of thing they're likely to just like have strong opinions and and be turned on or off on things that you might not even think to compete on yeah Yep. totally true Hmm. so i want to talk to you about sales a little bit yeah so first of all God damn enterprise sales. Oh my God. <laughs> getting so a like, taste of it? I'm getting a taste of it. So yeah. here's what's great about enterprise sales. I can say like really big numbers that like make me think like what? And like, they're like, okay, that sounds about right. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you want to spend like five grand like it's nothing? Awesome. that <laughs> That works for me. But like the five grand, it takes so much stuff to make happen. So like I have this person that I've been working with and like he was like 100% sold immediately. He runs a team. He's like, I asked my team, like, what do you want? And one guy was like, get Tuple. And so I'm here to get Tuple. How do I get Tuple? And I was like, great. And we chatted and he was like, okay, let's start the process. And that was December 12th. And now it's January 17th and it still has not happened. He's like, let me put you in touch with my purchasing person and you're going to fill out the, the vendor request form and, uh, the, like a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of forms and questionnaires. And they, they asked us one of the questions. I actually probably can't even tell you. They made me sign an NDA. <laughs> I don't think I'm able to tell you what the process looked like. No, that was about their secret information. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, there's ridiculous questions in this questionnaire that like would blow your mind. Like you would, you would laugh out loud if you read these. Uh, and I'll tell you afterwards, maybe not just anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so also an NDA just is like, just to get going, like sign this NDA, like for what? Anyway so you know just all that and then like okay we got approved when the vendor system okay now we need to like invoice you and then okay now they need to like generate a po and now the po needs to get approved and the payment needs to get approved and like i think yesterday he was like okay i believe everything has been approved and so now it's moving on to payment And it's like okay what happens to payment like oh uh, we're not sure maybe they pay it with a credit card maybe they send us a check like maybe they're gonna mail a check to our bank it's just like this will it's amazing so like it's great like i'm excited to make five thousand dollars but it's been five weeks and who knows it might be eight weeks before this happens it's like that's that is a painful thing and it's not like a lot of babysitting like it's like kind of quick quick check-ins and like right
0: but it's a it's a background thread that you just kind of got to keep the ball moving and not let things sit for too long because they may be just waiting for you to nudge them. And so it's
1: sure, you know, the person I'm, I'm talking to, it could have not have made this easier. Like he's like really responsive. He's really on top of it. He's the one like telling me what's next and whatnot. And so like, he's been awesome to work with. It's not about him. It's just the process. And just, there's just the, all this like corporateness around it. This is like one of my things I'm thinking of is like, do I want to spend my life doing this? Like how much money does it, is it worth to do this? Like if my whole life is chasing, like is like pushing these sort of deals through the pipeline, that sounds pretty annoying. Would we rather charge less and be less high touch? Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So I'm, start, I'm trying to like figure out where, where I want to be, what's worth it. I'm talking to another person who's like, yeah, we want to do a pilot, maybe with six or seven people. And then if that like if that goes well, we're going to sign up 30 people. I'm like, well, that's a lot of people. I bet I would jump through. I'd fill out a lot of questionnaires for 30 people, I think. So I think there's a deal size where this works and maybe some where it doesn't. That sounds like, like a lot of that stuff after the, like, we're sold and now
0: things are in process. How much of that could be uh, delegated to a hire?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Now, I imagine you will, you will bump up against, like, I, I have a friend who's in sales and he's always telling me his war stories just hearing the stories about enterprise sales and kind of negotiating the politics of an organization and like, you know, what do you do when you've got the per- the person who's championing it, who's really, who really loves the product and wants to adopt it, but then they bring in the CTO and the VP and the director and they're all in there and the other people on the call are not convinced. And so now you got to like read the room, navigate, like, it sounds like not every situation is going to be like that with an enterprise. Sometimes it's easier and you just have one decision maker you can talk to. But
1: um, things do can get tricky depending on you know, yes. the size of the org and stuff. So. This is one thing that I'm thinking about. The other is like what you just touched on, which is I'm getting a lot of people submitting our survey and signing up for our thing that are uh, software. They're devs. They're like, I'm a senior software engineer. I'm the lead, whatever. And they're like, I want to try the app. And I'm like, great, can you purchase this? And they're like, no, like my boss purchases things. And so it's like, okay, the person I actually need to convince is like not the same person that's going to use it. And so like we have a champion and then we have like a buyer. I feel like this is the age old sales question of like, how do you get the buyer to buy it? Uh, given that they might have, they have different goals and getting to them and, and all that is going to be, I think, I, I think it'll be a continually a tricky challenge for us or like that challenge. My gut is telling me, and this might be what you're thinking too,
0: like I think you'll have a much easier time if a team gets in, they start using it, and I don't know if that looks like a free trial or what it looks like, and then, you know, they're consistently using it, and then you eventually come to their boss and be like, so, uh, you know, 10 of your engineers are using this regularly to pair, you know, this is not a free tool, so their trial is will be ending, and it appears to be a part of their workflow, a key part of their workflow, so let's let's make something work here you know yeah that
1: totally is one approach we could do <laughs> it's like the free trial like so if we do a free trial like do we get live like do we give it to everybody like do we just open the floodgates and like if you want to use it yeah go ahead download it send it to your buddy try this too like give it to all your team members like yeah it's that's a hard question to answer
0: the bits aren't flowing through your servers right now
1: right correct correct do you have a lot of hard costs if people are trialing it not really. Yeah. The costs I think are in support. Right now, I have con- sort of control over who's signing up, so it's like I can make sure they have fast computers and good connections, and I can onboard them all and like teach them how to use the app and how to read the graphs and all that stuff. And control the perception, uh, right? Exactly. Bit. Yep. Like give it to people who are going to have success and who want it really badly. I feel like if I just open it up entirely, that feels like the wrong approach. So I'm trying to figure out like, is there a middle ground here?
0: Yeah, maybe a hybrid of like you're pre-qualifying. You're still pre-qualifying people, but if you're like, if they're a developer at a company that seems like they would be a good candidate to pay, but you know maybe they won't right out the gate because it's just a developer on the team who wants to start
1: using it, then let them in on a case by case with some kind of yeah. trial. I I've, I've been thinking about like a low cost kind of pilot thing, so it's like 199 dollars. You can try it with up to like 10 people at your company, kind of thing. And if you like it, then we'll convert you into a subscription. And that just kind of like, make sure people are serious, I guess. And like lets me spend a little time talking to them and training them and whatnot without like just having zero compensation. If you can't get a $200 payment through, it'll probably be a nightmare to get a 10 person payment through. So maybe that will help kind of filter in the early days. But I'm starting to think that, especially compared to a number of our competitors, we might just have the best product. And so it feels silly to not let a bunch of people feel that for themselves. Best is a strong word, but like there are a lot of people that like it better than what they had. And so like that's like why not let a lot of people have that experience. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's that's definitely a popular way to go is to just like let the kind of let the product speak for itself. How much training do you think you have
1: it's not much it's
0: kind of intuitive right i mean you install the client it it
1: totally is yeah the whole thing is that it's like transparent basically so it's like it's like you're using someone else's machine so mostly you don't need to do anything different the thing i spend the most time on is honestly like here's the performance dashboard here are some warning signs or like here's how to diagnose your own issues if you are having some latency this will help you figure it out but like we just need to write better copy on that anyway you know it's like those graphs could just be better they could be clearer themselves Mm -hmm. And then that could be like a, that could be a little email,
0: little drip campaign or something as once they're getting in, like just tips here and there on how to. Totally. How to exactly. Stuff. Compared to like the prospect of giving people a trial of level. Comparatively level, I think has a lot more, there's a lot more education up front on like how to best use it and setting expectations around like that we are fighting against a human habit that slack has reinforced all this time and so you have to be disciplined and diligent and give it time and we're talking breaking habits so you know that's at least 20 something days (laughs) of consistent use to be like fully like out of the you know habit of of operating like slack encourages you to so like that definitely benefits from the human touch of training and onboarding any product can benefit from a human touch but it seems like tuple might be easier to kind of
1: automate and And let people just kind of fill it for themselves these are developers too so like they're tech savvy anyway they're going to click into menus and and see stuff and i think a lot of them are like they're fine they're like they're willing to like hop on an onboarding call with me and like they're i think it's fine and like i think it helps build rapport but maybe it's not as essential i'm I'm getting some benefit from these calls but i wouldn't say a ton like i take notes on like interesting ideas and, and whatnot but it's nothing totally surprising these days right
0: which is a big that's a big piece early on you want to get that you want to get the feedback what's the product missing what are the expectations blockers to paying and if that's starting to taper off a little bit that's a good sign and that means you might be getting closer to being able to to do a more automated
1: um, i'm such a huge fan of these like don't like things that don't scale approaches in the beginning like having as much contact with the customer as possible but if i can convince them to like hop in that slack channel and give feedback as they're using it like do i need to do a call with them Probably not, and like a lot of these people are in my audience anyway. So like, there's some rapport because they listen to the podcast, or they follow me on Twitter, or they, and they maybe have for years. Like some of these people, so I think some of the normal reasons for doing more face to face type thing like one on one things, maybe are not quite as as potent here. I, I was envisioning uh, like an A B test, like a sales A B test, like basically like manually like do what I've been doing with people, like reach out like to give them a demo and like try to like do like an enterprisey sales dealy thing with all the people versus like send like a a similar group just like hey here's a stripe payment form if you pay this 199 nine dollar thing like i will give access for up to 10 people just like shoot me an email and like you're off to the races and like just see what the what who wins that's that's interesting i think it's worth a
0: shot do you feel like the product is stable enough to start working that or do you want
1: to keep the still keep it like more constrained stability feels pretty good lately actually one thing we got to change is that like so we have a list of online users and it's just literally everyone that's signed to the app. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Know, like yeah. build out the, like the add friend remove friend search the directory yeah. blah, blah, yep. blah, all that stuff and so like right now it's just literally everyone the, the universe uh, and it's the tuple universe <laughs> now yeah and but now it's like it's scrolling which is kind of awesome like it's like people are online oh my god uh but like i think that's not that shouldn't last for too much longer <laughs> Uh, so like that would be like i would say one blocker is like at least filtered to like everyone has on the same domain kind of thing this is like could be a simple back end kind of change like only show the people that are on your team wouldn't be too bad like i won't let people like add or remove like we're not going to expose it in the ui it's just like your team is already just pre-filtered for you i don't know i'm I'm intrigued i kind of want to try it like i'm thirsty for more feedback and customers and interaction and like tell me what sucks and like tell me what needs to be better and like let's let's go like, I feel like we're ready for like phase two kind of. Yeah, that's
0: really exciting. And I think, I mean, I think you wouldn't be feeling that way if you had like this long list of blockers and you had rejections from people and people were like, yeah, it's just I can't pay you yet. But it seems like you haven't gotten those roadblocks so far. So, um.
1: yeah, everyone keeps saying, when can I try it? And it's like everyone wants to try it. And so it's like if someone wants to try it, they're not like, when can I go through a seven week sales process to like sign up my whole team for huge money? It's like, yeah, I get it. you just you want to give it a shot and see if it's actually any good or if I'm just making stuff up. that's legitimate, and like isn't it so much better to to come to someone who's already used it and liked it, and then like, hey, decision maker, I'm gonna have to turn off your whole team's access and they're using it every day, like you don't want that to happen right? like what an easier pitch that is, I think, yeah,
0: I wonder if this one one learning that you may want to look for as as you're thinking about pricing and whether you want to continue going through deeper enterprise sales processes or not is to kind of try to find that threshold of like a engineering manager of a team what's his discretionary spending limit on his company card that he could just like throw down the card for and do it as opposed to going through the full like finance team that whole process
1: you know yeah that's an interesting question for sure it seems like at the biggest organizations there's just like other groups you have to satisfy where it's like we got to go through the security audit and the vendor thing and all that like why start a company if you're giving yourself crappy jobs that you hate (laughs) yeah yeah so it's what if we just said like if we're not talking to deal of at least this many dollars we just don't do this like if you have a credit card and you're willing to come sign up great we'd love to have you but i'm not going to fill out your nda and you're this and you're that like unless it's you know really worth it if you didn't have all these requirements it would cost this much but
0: if we have to go through that it's a negotiated enterprise rate and we're going to attack we're going to you know tack on a buffer to cover all of that administrative overhead and
1: exactly yeah and just make it a ridiculous number because apparently the enterprises they don't care that much (laughs) the thing is like this like 5k deal i've been working for all this time it wouldn't have been any more work if it were 10k Mm -hmm. i think (laughs) like like what's what's like and like they don't seem to care about the number so much as like check all the boxes and get approval and all that stuff yeah
0: yeah If it's too far out of balance, it it will eventually get like audited by the by the CFO and they'll be looking at budget line items. They'll be like, What's this? Why are we spending so much in this category? But I mean, I think if it's in the range, you know, they're probably the range is probably wider than we would normally expect it Mm to be.
1: Not that anyone should emulate this company because as far as I can tell, everyone hates them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice caveat. Or at least their software. (laughs)
1: Um but I was looking at Jira's pricing. Mm -hmm just because i was on a call and someone was like uh i'm not i like quoted a price to him he's like "Hmm, uh, that seems like i don't know that seems kind of high what does jira cost and i was like i have no idea they have an interesting thing where it's like ten dollars a month for up to ten people and so that's like the hook you phase it's like seven dollars a month for 11 to 70 people and then beyond that they're like give us a call we'll figure it out let's not copy jira but like i think there's like some there's some wisdom in there or it's like yeah we have self-serve for any team size below x and no we're not going to go through any of that sales process with you like that's just not it but if you're above this number of seats let us know like we're we're willing to go through the pain to get your money i suppose after a certain point so i think that might be where we come down possibly that's i'd at least try that i'm, I'm curious what would happen if i just emailed a bunch of people like hey anyone who pays this money gets in let's go yep we'll see
0: yep and it, I mean, it makes sense, like since it's correlated to headcount, I mean, that feels fair. Like if anyone has a, t- a team size of substantial size, I mean, that's a lot of salary, like developers, it's a lot of developer salary being paid. There's some funding there. There's some resources,
1: some capability to pay, you know, so. Yep, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I have to keep reminding myself that where it's like, if you tell someone it's a thousand dollars a year, a developer is a $200,000 a year expense just in salary and benefits. So you're like, you're talking half a percent of like, can you make the developer half a percent better, 2% better? Like, it's like the numbers are like kind of mind blowing. This like 30 seat deal. It's like, okay, you spend $6 million a year on your developer's <laughs> salary benefits. Okay. So like, I should probably keep that in mind when I quote <laughs> yeah. you a price. Like, it's, yep. it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy. It this is. are just, they're so different than me. You know, like, like how much should I spend on a sandwich is like just a whole different thing than this, this sort of this level so more on this i'm sure yeah as this no this is, is an, good stuff, stuff though i focus I've,
0: i'm enjoying this and hopefully i'll get hopefully i'll catch up to the place where i'll have to worry about the same
1: problems <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah. i yeah, i hope you i wish upon you also long sales cycles. <laughs> yeah but it's a, fat po's it's a good problem to have <laughs> that's that's the that's the salesman's blessing yep cool all right my friend should we wrap it up let's wrap it show notes what's that uh internet address the internet address i
0: can give you the ip address or i can give Ooh, you the, that'd DNS. Be great. Um, the dns um i'll go the dns
1: um it is uh, artofproductpodcast.com art of thank you everyone for listening thank you bye